Well, hey, everybody, welcome to this week's Q on Q. So we're just a week out from Christmas, and I've been full-blown Christmas music now for a few weeks. Nothing beats driving in the car and cranking up the radio or sitting at my desk at work and blasting holiday music through the stereo. There's just something about the music of this time of the season that, you know, gets you moving or makes you feel good or gives you a happy feeling. But here's the irony of it all. There's nothing quite like hearing Let There Be Peace on Earth as I pull up to a stoplight with beautiful orchestral accompaniment as I'm surrounded by the sounds of horns honking when somebody doesn't move as soon as the light turns green. In 1984, a supergroup of British and Irish musicians going by the name Band-Aid recorded a song to raise funds for the famine in Ethiopia. The title, Do They Know It's Christmas? It was number one on the UK singles chart for five weeks, and it raised around $10 million, and it led to other charity music events like USA for Africa and Live Aid. The focus of the song was to encourage us to give more consideration to the world outside of what we know as comfortable. Some people criticized the song, saying the meaning of it was kind of stereotyping different cultures. Nevertheless, it raised a lot for people who needed it a great deal, and you can still hear the song playing on many radio stations today during the holidays. But what I would like to take some time today to reflect on is that title thought of in another way. In this season, which Andy Williams says is the most wonderful time of the year, how many people do you know maybe including yourself, who are just plain miserable. And I'm not necessarily talking about people who might have a negative demeanor every day anyways, but I'm talking about people who are generally happy, who just let every moment of busyness, every stress, every demand of the season weigh on them, and they just become, do I dare say, nasty? Do they know it's Christmas? Or what about people who get exceptionally greedy and just want, want, want everything during the season of giving? Do they know it's Christmas? Or what about someone who just wants to make everything related to them this time of year? Do they know it's Christmas? Okay, maybe that was a bit harsh and sounded a little negative, but here's what I want to address today. Why is it that this time of year where we celebrate peace, hope, love, and joy It often becomes something so opposite. Why do we allow ourselves to not only be so busy, but let our attitudes, our emotions, and our demeanors become something that we're really not? Now, please understand me. I know that the holidays can be hard for many people. Maybe they're experiencing loss or loneliness or depression, and I understand how that can change how we act and react, especially this time of year. I'm referring more to people who allow the season of joy to turn them into anything but joyful. I wonder if you've ever had a Christmas where things were not just as they should have been. Or maybe I'm talking about this very holiday season for you. Perhaps you're exhausted and overwhelmed by your schedule that is just too full. Maybe you're financially stressed, buried in bad news, stressed and losing sleep for one reason or another. In other words, the holidays are a mess. You're a mess. I get it. But skipping over the Christmas season just allows us to carry our stresses and messes into a new season in 2024. So how do we make it through this most wonderful time of year when we're honestly finding ourselves losing our jolliness and really not wanting to jingle all the way? I think a large part of changing the way the Christmas season turns out 
is addressing some of the attitudes and pressures that we might feel around this time of year. It all comes down to how we address them and allow ourselves to change them so that we can turn the page and get really a better grasp on cherishing the beauty and joy of the holiday season. In the classic A Charlie Brown Christmas, Charlie Brown was having trouble getting into the Christmas spirit. And that's when Linus said, Charlie Brown, you're the only person I know who can take a wonderful season like Christmas and turn it into a problem. Ouch. Have you ever known someone like Charlie Brown in that clip who can take a festive event like Christmas and turn it upside down simply because of their attitude? I have, and they are no fun to be around. Or maybe that Charlie Brown is you. The truth of the matter is that the past few years have been hard. From the COVID pandemic to job losses to inflation to infighting, these years, including 2023, have been very difficult for some. And while a lot of people aren't going to be sad to see this year come to a close, it's important to remember that in many ways, This year has been full of blessings and full of incredible things, and our attitudes can make us or break us. I think there's a handful of attitude changes that we can make that can help take the stress out of Christmas and help us lose the things that spark us to maybe do the things we don't like to do. One thing we need to let go of this time of year, and I shared a little about this last week, is the belief that this time of year is an obligatory period of time where you must spend large amounts of money on other people in order to make them happy. Now, really, this could be anything from spending money on your own kids to buying expensive ingredients for holiday meals or appetizers for parties or feeling obligated to participate in every gift-giving occasion that comes up or keeping up with the Joneses by one-upping their gift to you from last year. Remember, you can be thoughtful without spending a lot of money. Start brainstorming and pray about ideas for how you can be a blessing to bless others with gifts that are meaningful and useful and can also fit into your budget. And I'm not talking about figuring out ways to skimp for one person to fit everybody in or get stuff for yourself, but rather managing the money you have in order to stay on budget and give generously in the areas that are most important to you. Stores will always be happy to ask you to part ways with large amounts of money that you are comfortable with. It's a matter of willpower and planning to do otherwise. Don't let expectations of the culture steal your money and your joy. Okay, what about the expectation that we need to be busy this season? I hit on this a lot last week, but I want to kind of recap a few things here. Believe it or not, we could make this season not be so jam-packed. Here's the honest truth. The Christmas season, perhaps more than any time of year, is just plain busy. There's no getting around that. There are simply more events that happen around this time of year. You know, concerts, community gatherings, family parties, and so on. The question to ask yourself, and to keep yourself in check, is this. What aspects of the busyness will we allow ourselves to participate in? This can relate to my previous point also, because over-busying ourselves during the season often affects our spending. If we attend every party and every event, we likely need to fork over a decent amount of cash to do so. So how can you address this? Well, having an organized and sensible calendar helps. Something like Google Calendar or tons of other free virtual apps can let you and all the people you want to give access to, like your spouse, kids, or whoever, see just how full the schedule is. 
I know there's still some of you who prefer writing it out, and that's okay too. It's finding a system that works for you. You need to compile and fill in the events that you make a priority to be a part of this season. You should and need to plan downtimes as well. It's okay to take control of your family's schedule so you don't have to stress over so many things. Talk as a family about some ways that you can enjoy this time of year without spending too much. There are so many free events that take place around the holidays and things you can do inexpensively like driving around to see the Christmas lights or making homemade ornaments or eating cookies from home. Decide which events are not to be missed and which ones might be okay to join another time. See if you can simplify a particular event so that you can have fun and stay within your budget. Maybe instead of going out to eat with work friends or mummy friends, you can invite those people to your house and have each person bring an appetizer, allowing you some great fun and great fellowship. Okay, so what about the idea that certain traditions have to be done, or at least done perfectly in order for them to be meaningful? You know, that we must do things the same way we've always done them, because it just wouldn't be the same. During the Christmas season, I find myself struggling with perfection, you know, wanting to have the perfect present wrapped in a cute gift bag or the best tasting and best looking cookies. And the fact is that it doesn't always end up this way. I'm horrible at gift wrapping. Maybe because we are held captive by these unrealistic expectations, we don't take the time to put our minds and hearts in the right place or forgo opportunities to create meaningful traditions with our families all because we feel the moment isn't perfect enough or that there isn't any time to fit in the things that really matter. Things won't always be the same. We're living this right now with our family. Our daughter is about to graduate college in the spring, and in the very near future, maybe even next year, we'll be off working and maybe living somewhere else that isn't right here at home. So in reality, this might be the last Christmas that it's how it's always been, at least for the last 18 years that we've had two kids. And you know, when that time comes, I'll miss the things we've always done. The big Christmas Eve exchange, the baking of cookies, the delivery of pepperoni rolls to the neighbors. And many of those things might remain, but they'll look different. And despite what might change, it gives us an opportunity to do some of the same things in a whole new way, and some new things too, to create brand new family traditions. So one big thing that haunts us a lot this time of year is stress. And this could take on a whole lot of forms, but when we let the many things of this season weigh us down, it can get really bad. And I'm going to be honest with you, when we say this season is stressful, it really becomes a self-fulfilling prophecy. What we think we often say and What we say, we often do, and that becomes almost habitual. We can often fall into the trap of believing we need to find a way to manufacture or create joy and excitement in order for this to be an incredible season. Your attitude has a drastic impact on your life, really coloring everything you say and do. The most important decision you make in your life every day is the attitude you choose to express each day, each moment when dealing with people or circumstances. A negative attitude in any situation can lead to unhappiness, poor or damaged relationships, difficulty at work, even poor health. And stress is a result of a negative attitude influenced by these perceptions, choices, and actions. And I know sometimes we can't avoid the stressors of our workplaces, our communities, even our families sometimes. 
But so many of us allow these expectations, the gifts, the running around, to stress us out so much this time of year. Well, here's the good news. You can choose how you react to those things. And this time of year out of any is the most joyful of all. We don't have to search for good tidings of comfort and joy. They're already present in the gift of grace and salvation that was given to us. We can rest in this beautiful truth and not worry or be stressed over details that really will all eventually fall into place. Your attitude comes from within you, not from external circumstances. We allow those things to influence us. The key is to realize that you choose your attitude. That's right. You purposefully choose your attitude. And choosing a good attitude, a positive state of mind, can lead you to not only more happiness, but can help you in your success in your life, your marriage, your career, and so much more. Despite whatever challenges may come our way, nothing will reflect on your attitude more than knowing and remembering what you're thankful for right now. When times are hard, when we miss somebody, when we let the stress of the season get to us, it's easy to focus on the negative and find things to get upset about. I get it. But during this holiday season, perhaps it's time for some perspective that is greater than this single snapshot in time. Perhaps Charles Dickens put it best when he said this, Reflect upon your present blessings, of which every man has many, not on your past misfortunes, of which all men have some. What a great reminder for all of us to be thankful. Over the years, I've found that one of the surest ways to adjust my attitude, especially this time of year, is in serving others. Now, I know, in doing so, you can sometimes get more stressed. It adds more to the schedule, or, you know, somebody takes it for granted. Example, a class I just had last week where we did something fun for a little bit, and it was such a joy to watch the kids get involved. But there was that one kid who had a complaint that it wasn't something more. Well, that aside... In leadership, this is one of the greatest lessons I've certainly learned. It should never be about me. I'm often reminded of the Martin Luther King Jr. quote when he asks what he calls life's most persistent and urgent question. What are you doing for others? In this season of Advent, as we lead up to Christmas, we are often reminded of the four pillars of the candles in many churches' light. Peace, love, joy, and hope. And I think to find those first three, hope might be the most essential trait for us to have. One of the underlying foundations of a positive attitude is hope. That's because hope sees beyond the present circumstances and holds to a greater sense of purpose and meaning that honestly might be eluding you right now. Let me encourage you. If it seems hard to have hope, if it seems hard to be positive, if you're finding yourself being negative, Nancy, and letting the stressors of the season get to you, press on anyways. Despite what your present circumstances look like, whether overworked, busy, financially strapped, or whatever it is, remember, your faith is not based upon what you see, but what God sees. We just watched Max Licato's Because of Bethlehem. It was a wonderful reminder of the true meaning of the season and um, encouragements from Max in word and song from the musicians that he brought on. And it's a Max Licato quote I often reference when it comes to hope. He wrote this, The question is not, will God keep his promises, but 
will we build our lives upon them? And this, my friends, is what will help keep your attitude strong and positive in the good times and the bad. Here's what we know. Life happens. We all deal with the good, the bad, and the ugly. And while we can't always control everything that comes our way, we can control our attitude. When our focus is on being grateful and being hopeful, it can help keep our attitude healthy and strong. God's truth reminds us that no matter what kind of holiday mess we may be in or how big it may be, we are not alone. From the very first Christmas, things were messy. Unlike the beautiful scenes we see in children's story Bibles, Jesus' birthplace was a dirty, stinky manger. Jesus was born in a mess. Can you imagine what that passage would be like if scratch and sniff Bibles were a thing? Think about it. Jesus Christ, God with us, chose to be born in a literal mess. The ultimate hope of the season is knowing that Jesus promises to be with us in our messes. Listen to this promise in Hebrews 10.23, where it says this. This is the amplified version. Let us seize and hold tightly the confession of our hope without wavering. For he who promised is reliable and trustworthy and faithful to his word. Friends, it's okay to have moments where we don't feel like we're in the Christmas mood. But let's not let the craziness, the busyness, the cultural expectations that our world gives us overtake the joy of the season, the peace, stillness in our hearts, the expectation of what is yet to come, the love we can show to others, and most importantly, the hope that we have in Christ. And for my friends who are going through hardship or grief or something very difficult this time of year, it might feel like your circumstances are turning your world upside down as you pick up the pieces and wonder if you'll ever feel whole again. Although the Christmas season should be a time of joy and celebration, our emotions can shake us and may even shake our faith, especially if life has changed and the holidays don't feel the same. I want to encourage you with these words. Though it might seem difficult, by reminding ourselves that God will never leave us or forsake us, and by keeping our focus on His presence, our hearts will be in a better place. We'll be better equipped to handle literally anything we're facing at the holidays and all year long. As much as we want to dwell on the negative things that happen, remember that God works all things together for our good. If we'll trust the path He has for us. So choose your attitude wisely. Choose to take responsibility for your attitude and the impact it has on your life. Choose to focus on the aspects of your life over where you do have control. Choose to dwell on positive things and where you know you need to, choose to make changes. A new year's right around the corner. Let's let our attitude be a light this Christmas season. Well, friends, it's been great being with you again. Next week, we'll have a special Q on Q episode that will be out on Sunday. So check out our special Christmas Eve episode next Sunday, December 24th, leading up to the day we celebrate the birth of our Savior. God has given me quite a message to share, so I hope you will be tuning in. I really do appreciate you tuning in this week, and as always, we'll see you back here next time when we'll have more for you on Cue.